Welcome back to Inside the Cage. I am Kyle Green. I am your host. We have a great show for you this week. I sit down with my buddy, Will. He is a professor at University of Missouri while well, studying studying to finish up his doctorate to be a full-on tenured professor at the University of Missouri in their biology department. We sit down, we talk a little bit about some COVID stuff as is relation to biology, but then we get down to some fun conspiracy theory level uh, surveillance programs and what our favorite ones are, as well as some, some crazy wild banter. Uh, we lost a little bit of the tail into the audio, uh, so we don't have uh, our normal sign out, so I'll give it to you right now. It do be like that sometimes. Just as a heads up, guys, the podcast is going to kind of cut off a little bit. The music outro will come up. It's not going to be like the normal normal sign out and thank you for being on the show. Oh, well, thank you. You know, none of that this week. But without further ado, here's Will Gerald in the cage. I guess when the place is closed, I definitely notice other things that I don't when I'm here. Because usually I'm like, hey, I want to see how much Jameis I can get on my throat and watch Chiefs game. And not like, <laughs> I don't know. What do you notice? Like the ceiling tiles. Oh, yeah. Those are old ceiling tiles, right. actually. Yeah, they're, like, if you look to, like, so this is drop ceiling, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the back of the restaurant, it's the original, like, crown molding and everything right when the building was first built um that actually is like part of something oh so those are tiles made to look like the original yes yes. got it yeah 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 yeah, i see that um the original tile and uh some of the brickwork and stuff is something you're not allowed to touch based on are you a historic building so you can't yeah yeah Yeah. we we ran into that because we were looking to do like a um One of our big problems was that when, during the winter, the every time the door would open, it's just freezing cold. Yeah. And so Weird, Chad. Gambling. Gambling. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to think about ways to do that, but then you, you couldn't change anything about the door or or any of the facing at all because it was just yeah. a historic building. Are you bummed that Gamlin Whiskey House is no longer a thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I really liked working there. Yeah. How fun. long did you work there for? Uh, shoot. So New Year's Eve from 18 to 19 would have been my first day. So oh. way, to, way to cut your teeth. Yeah. Like at the, at the bar. So yeah. it was, but yeah, I mean, so probably year was that make it a year and a half almost. Damn. Yeah. It sucks. They closed, man. COVID's a motherfucking biatch. It is a bitch. What are you going to, what are you going to do though, man? I mean, it's, it's with the restrictions that were put on. I mean, what was the name of the guy that owned it? Derek Gamlin. Derek, yeah. yeah. He owned Sub-Zero, too. And then what was the other bar? I don't even think I knew the other one. 1764. What is that? What was that? So it was, it was more of a, so with St. Louis being such a, like a French-influenced city, mm. where you had, like, on the, on the Mississippi trade route, you had basically St. Louis was the north end, New Orleans was the south end. They're almost like sister cities. I mean, you were very French-influenced. If you look at our flag, it's got a Fleur-de-Lis on it. I mm. mean, it's very French. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of like this French like Creole American kind of fusion type place, but uh, had a bunch of TVs and wouldn't watch hockey there. So nice. But, yeah. Watching hockey. Oh. oh, it's something I miss. We had so th- much. It's on, it's on my, it's on my uh, bucket list for 2020. I want one. I want to go watch one hockey game in person, one football game in person, one baseball game in person. You better fucking start compiling a team brother, because you're not watching <laughs> a game anytime soon. I'm just hoping they just let some people in the stadiums at some point. I don't think that's happening. Well, 
I mean, although you are a professor of biology for the University of Missouri, so well, you, you might that, know better so, than so I do. So it's 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 not I, I not a full on because I'm I'm working on. Um, You're getting your doctorate, right? correct? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but then I do teach some uh, labs, and it's over there. Also, yeah. yeah. How far along are you in your doctorate? So I should uh, I should be able to be done in May. Um, originally, the plan this, was like the May that we're in right no, now. No, 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 no. A year. May. Sorry. Yeah. So a year from now. Um, where are you going to make me call you doctor? No. Well, probably. <laughs> After after a few Jamesons, I'd be like, you know, I'm Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Gerald. But no, um, it's uh, so it was supposed to be done. Probably do my my presentation in defense in December, but that got pushed back because of COVID. We actually yeah. we had to shut everything down, my lab included. So yeah. Now I remember you told me a really interesting story about like they came and took all of your shit. When all well, this took it, place. Yeah, so it was, it, they, didn't, they made us shut everything down from top to bottom at the university, which to me was a little odd. I think it was a little bit of an overreaction early on, um, specifically because I worked in, not worked, but my research is, is in microbiology and virology, and we weren't considered to be essential. <laughs> Even though, like... We're being the, <laughs> like the whole problem was a virus. It's like we could have been retooled our laboratory for so many other things to to do, but you know, it wasn't my decision. It wasn't my. Call. Would you guys have done like testing and things like that? Or? I don't. I mean, we we could have. I mean, been way. I mean, definitely qualified to do something like that. Yeah. Or do research on exactly like how the virus works and do you know DNA testing and and do I mean genoming. Gen- in reading all the stuff that's come out in the news and having the background that you have, like, is there anything that you see that's like, holy shit, why the fuck are they saying this? Or like every what? single day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Um, and this is, I mean, you, you saw me say it. I mean, many times sitting with you at the bar where it just, the reaction doesn't make sense based upon the, the, the things that we know about the virus and what it does, who it affects, how it affects them, the, the penetration into the population, the are not values and all of these things that you, you hear these crazy numbers about number of people infected, mm-hmm. but just because a virus spreads and infected doesn't make it horrible. I mean, the common cold affects everybody all the time. So a, a large penetration to a population doesn't necessarily mean dangerous. You have to weigh a couple of things. One, how many people can get it? How easily is it spread? And then what's the efficacy of it? How, how dangerous is it? And who's it dangerous to? So I think what we've really started to realize is it's dangerous to old people, obviously. They uh-huh. look at the average age of people that die from it is in the 80s. Um, or people with massively underlying health conditions. And so I think that what, what you can predict as a scientist and things we can figure out exactly how things will go for the most part, how it'll spread and, and, and full on for the, for the two people that are listening to this, that, that excuse I, me, I have 45 concurrent subscribers so, now. So, so for the four dozen people, here, <laughs> this is episode am, four, brother, give it some time. I am. People I am, are going to research this back catalog of the origins right. of inside am, the cage. I am by, I am by no means an epidemiologist or virologist. That is, that is not my area of study. Um, I study um, bioremediation in bacteria. So 
but I do have a good solid basis of virology and epidemiology that, but biology is really truly just based on statistics. And so things can be slightly predictable. You can never really make a 100% judgment. This is not a, a super, super hard um, predictable science, things like chemistry and physics are, um, biology is very, very different. We're all, I mean, we're all different. Everybody's a little bit different. So you can't make a hundred percent predictability on things, but you can get some really good models on how things will spread and how things work. Um, which we, as a, as a biology community did a really good job. I think of that, but what you can't predict is public response. Yeah. We had, we had a much, much worse and much more dangerous virus that hit, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I mean, rivers remember the swine flu and H1N1 and the bird flu. Yep. All those things are way more dangerous than the coronavirus. They they were spread more easily. They were more deadly. Yeah, but people reacted differently to them, though. Like, you, you weren't contagious until, like, you knew Correct. you fucking had but, it. Right. But so what, what I'm saying is that you can't, you can, you just can't predict a public's response. Yeah. A human reaction is uh, is so widely unpredictable and I think sometimes especially with fear when that ball gets rolling. Yeah. It's it's it, it snowballs. And you don't want to be you don't want to be the public figure that seems like they don't care. Yeah. And that I makes think a lot and, of sense. and I think that and it I think it's had some um some bad uh, bad effects for the economy. I mean, I'm sitting right here with I, I worked as you know as a nighttime gig for a, a St. Louis staple, and it's it's gone. Yeah, you know, it's wild how that just happened right out of the blue. I mean, it's fragile. I think I think all business it's 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 really really fragile. I mean, it, it it's it's tough. It's house cards, man. Once 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 it once it starts going down, it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, there've been stats that something like forty percent of small family-owned restaurants and bars and stuff like that are just going to close. I think I heard that on a podcast. Yeah. Was it my podcast? Yes. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Andrew had said said something like they did some yeah. internal research on major brands that they're they're expecting at least 25% restaurants and bars never yeah. open again. That's Dude, that's an astronomical number when you think about the number of people that work for those places. Like how many employees were at Gamlin Frank, do you know? A hundred and twenty people. A hundred and twenty people at the whole like, dude. That's a hundred and twenty people that have dependents and you know like need to pay for housing and their cars and health insurance and sure. That is a fucking crazy number, right? I mean, I think I and I please don't hold me to this this figure, but I I think I read somewhere one time that that like up to fifteen percent of the population works in the service industry. It's in, in some way, shape, or form. That seems like accurate. Delivery driver, bartender, cook, whatever, yeah. whatever it may happen to be. And if you expect twenty five percent of that gone, I mean that right there. Do you know is, how? Wait, hold on. Do you know how we get those numbers? Well, we get we do a census. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We do a census to find out what people do and like where they live. What do you think about the census? <laughs> well, it's government run. Yeah. So I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Well, 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 name me, name me one thing that government touches that does well. <laughs> Just one uh, other, other than you can say war. And I don't think anybody's a big fan of that. So well, I, I, I feel like roads and um, like fire departments and, you know, some of those essential services, the things that you 
you know. Oh, you mean the pothole-filled roads in St. Louis? They do such a great job of that. Yeah, well, I mean, they fixed the road right out here. Look how nice and new it is. Right. It only took them, what, years? Yeah, quite a few, actually. Yeah, exactly. So they're super efficient, right? So what, what do you think that we should do about all of that? Well, I think that it should, everything I, I'm... Okay, so I am full-on a John Lockean libertarian mm-hmm. anarcho-capitalist <laughs> let's 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 get that out of, let's get that out let's of the get way out of out of the box yes. right now we've opened up the package we received here we are here comes, and here this comes was Pandora. what was she inside out. <laughs> no so i i think that like if you if you let people choose how to spend their own money i feel that society um will you know they they choose what they want then you vote with your dollar um and, and that's always the biggest, the first one is like, oh, well, what about my roads? Well, let me tell you something, statist. Let me tell you about your roads. So, <laughs> yes, please tell me so about my roads. Let's say that um, you always hear about uh, big companies that they don't, quote unquote, don't pay taxes. So like mm-hmm. Amazon, um, which you've you touch, guys touched on oh, Bezos before. Oh, fuck Bezos. Okay, okay so, that, so that Bezos as an Amazon doesn't pay taxes. Well, that is wildly untrue that he, he, they may not have paid income taxes because of because of loopholes that are that are in the tax code. I mean, they're they're there. So it's, it's like cheating anybody. They're using the rules that are established. Mm-hmm. We don't like them. Change them. Yeah. Number one. But to anybody that's a business owner knows, and you as a general manager, you know that when payroll taxes come out of your check, well, Britain matches that. Yeah. So he. So they may not pay income tax, but they pay billions upon billions upon billions of dollars annually just matching the payroll taxes of their employees. So let's say they didn't have to spend that money. All of a sudden, do you think that they might, maybe Amazon, who builds, like their entire company is based upon delivering something to you, that they might have a vested interest in maybe paying for some roads voluntarily? Yeah. I, w- I would think so. But do you think that they would actually do that, though? When you see companies over and over again, just like, oh, guess what? Executive bonus this round. Well, I, I would be willing to bet that um, if their business was based on getting products to us and they needed the roads to do that, they would classify it as a business expense. It's just part yeah. of doing business. And when you don't have to pay billions upon billions of dollars annually to payroll taxes, they would probably choose to spend that money on doing other things. What about like interstates and stuff? Like, would you would you like anticipate if if the government just said, "Hey, guess what? We're done." Donald Trump walks up to the podium one day and says, "I'm out." And that would be fantastic. And then I am like I like I will I will probably bash the left a lot. I mean, we I know, dislike we the know, left more than the right, but I hate them both. We know Cuomo in New York would just immediately be like, "All right, well, I'm taking charge of this one." Um, but right. like, what would happen? Well. What, so, so you talk about interstates. Why not have a pay-as-you-go toll roads? They work fantastic. Have you ever driven on a toll road? I fucking hate toll roads. How does, how's, how's the road on the toll road? It's a pretty nice road, though, isn't it? No, not in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's toll roads are fantastic. You, you, I'm from southwest Missouri. I've driven into, because I, I drive to Miami, Oklahoma for the casinos. I've driven on Big Cabin. It's not that great of a road. The second you get onto an actual, you, I can tell you the line. When you cross Missouri into Oklahoma... It's bumpy, bumpy, bumpy in Missouri, and the second you cross in Oklahoma, it's nice and smooth. Fantastic. And I pay, like, what, $3 for the privilege to do so? And if I don't want to, well, then I guess I'll just take a different road. That's my choice to do so, is if I don't like that road because it costs money, I'll take a different one. But guess what? That one's probably going to cost money, too. 
But if I also don't have to give away 40% of my income to taxes, I can afford the $3 to take the highway. So in our hypothetical breakup of the government. Oh, um, I hope it's not hypothetical. <laughs> what, uh, what happens to the states? Like, how does that work? Do you think there's a, a grand restructure of how people are, <laughs> how people are uh, like setting up boundaries and things like that? Well, I think, I mean, currently we really, our state borders now really are kind of arbitrary. And they really don't mean all that much. I mean, and, it, and I don't think they of, mean really anything. It's, it's short it's of actually, like, short of like, you know, like small laws like well, oh well, yeah i can bang my sister in this state or i can <laughs> i can drink beer at you know 18 well, I, well I think well i think one of the 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 craziest ones or what i think is is so funny is that you know i live three blocks from here and i can go to the roof of my apartment and i can look east and i can see grass that mm-hmm. is illinois mm-hmm. and i can smoke weed on that grass but i can't smoke weed in my apartment well legally yeah so that's why what like it's so funny that like i don't have to it'd be different if like you were like canada has a different law but that's a different country and i have to prove i have to take my passport prove that i'm a citizen of the united states in order to go and come back and all that nature and different nations can have laws but and and there's and there's there's border checkpoints and and allowing me to go or come back but why is that i can freely travel to and from illinois missouri iowa whatever and i can literally walk over a state line and have freely have no no consequence for doing so and i can smoke weed in one and not in the other it's just it's just it, and, and those are kind of it's so arbitrary it's 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 just odd to me mm-hmm. i mean is that do you feel the same way or i mean yeah i do i i think that yeah there's a lot of like very arbitrary things that you know rules get put in place for no reason but well there's there's always a reason somebody it Somebody is benefiting well, it, from yeah, something. Yeah, it benefits someone. But, but that's that's why I I think I think a lot of times you and I really do agree on a lot of things. But I'm, I'm just so unbelievably libertarian, and it's like, why would you would you want the states separated and there be some sort of control, or do you just want Red Dead Redemption too? And... <laughs> well, I just I I I mean I feel that our 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 government's role, and this is where you and I fundamentally differ, is that I feel that our government's role should be there to protect my rights and nothing more. There should be no regulation, no telling me how to live my life. If my rights are violated by another individual, then the government should step in and take care of that issue. That's it. Government beyond that is bloated. That, in, like you, you, I mean, you genuinely think that government should come in to fix problems. I think I that, do think that. And I, I think, I think the they should. Uh, we've seen them come in and help and, fix and, problems and make shit right so much worse. I, I, is it really worse though? I mean, what would you do? Our government right now has absolutely and fundamentally destroyed our economy. What would have happened had they done nothing? I mean, you're a biologist. What if if we would have just gone on the and- exact same thing that will happen in the long end? It just would have happened faster because of because we have no fundamental treatment for coronavirus. We have no vaccine for, for coronavirus. Every single person in this country will do one of two things at some point. They will either contract coronavirus or they will get a vaccine for coronavirus. One of the two, all one hundred percent at some point. So what we what we decided to do 
was shut everything down so that our hospitals weren't overrun. Yeah. So that when people well, did. It was like, what, could, uh, stopping the curve or whatever? Flatten the curve, flatten I think, the was, curve. The, was yeah. the term. Yeah, but, that's the term. But, the, but what we were trying to do was make sure that when people did get sick, and people will get sick, they will continue to get sick. Yeah. But when people do need hospitalization because of this, we wanted to make sure that hospitals had available space. We went so far that we are actually laying off hospital workers because there's not because. Well, I mean, we were laying off. Don't, don't get me wrong. We I don't were think laying we, off non-essential correct. hospital workers. But, but don't don't get me wrong. I don't sit there. I'm not advocating that we should make people sick so that hospital workers can have jobs. Yeah. All I'm saying is that we we absolutely destroyed our economy, and for what? For what? Well, I mean, let, let's let's rewind a hundred years and we look at 1918, and you know, you see pictures of people wearing masks even during this was the Spanish. In, this, flu. Okay, this was in 1918, and our medical field was so unbelievably in its infancy. We actually didn't have drugs that worked in 1918. Yeah, there was absolutely not a single drug where you say, "I feel bad, take this drug now, I'm fixed." Type of drug. Yeah, they di- they did not exist until until the 20s or 30s. Actually, the <laughs> Fun little biology fact. The first one was that actually where you had an infection or some sort of, you know, sickness and you took a drug and you got fixed was actually called syphilis. Ooh. Do you know what that was for? Syphilis? Bingo. Oh, I get a gold <laughs> star. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but those things didn't exist. So, so comparing this pandemic to that pandemic is, is absolutely. Do you think asinine. that, do you think that. There's people in government that were like, oh, man, when was the last pandemic? And they looked and they saw pictures of people wearing masks in the in the 1918s. And then they're like, oh, everybody wears masks now. Right. Well, what's what's so funny is that is is the whole concept of the masks. Yeah, they do not work. One hundred percent do not work. Isn't at least supposed to stop it, you from like spitting on things. Well, at least and... at least in at least the version of masks that we're wearing. If you want to wear like an actual medical grade mask, those do have efficacy. But whenever you tear off a sleeve of your shirt and wrap it around your face. Hey, that that's what I do. That doesn't work. But it sure makes everybody feel better, though, right? Well, and I get to look like a bandit, which I Jesus really like. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, like, it's what, what I've always compared it to and is that in the, in the 50s when the, the atom bomb was first developed, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a big scare of like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, somebody's going to drop an atom bomb on us. What was the thing they told kids to do in grade school if there was an atom bomb attack? I know this because there's a South Park episode about it. It's duck and cover. And get under your desk, right? Yeah. Well, you're, you're hiding under kindling. Yeah. Okay? And that is not going to protect you from an atom bomb in the same way that your swatch of T-shirt is going to be effective in protecting you against any, any virus. Let it be corona or any other. Yeah. It, it's, it's, we're, get, we're essentially, we're all getting under our desk. So it's... It's, it's useless, but it makes people feel better. But I'm one of those people where I, I'm a biologist. I look at statistics. And I don't care what, how people feel. I look at facts and stats. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a, let's take a quick break from talking about the reality, and let's get into the fun conspiracy Ooh. options uh, okay. that are coming up. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. In, like, 2008, Bill Gates was addressing the CIA about how to vaccinate 
people uh, from fanatical, like religious based like terrorism. Wait, wait. So, so the idea is that you can give somebody an injection of sort, mm-hmm. and it makes them like not God-less. religious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do, what do you think about that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think this would rate as the highly unlikely. Really? Right. Um. Wow. I am okay. So. Yeah, there's a thing called the God gene that was brought up like in 2004. I'm pretty sure. And uh, they, they there's like a certain gene in the in like the the bodies of people that commit like suicide bombings and stuff like okay that makes people fanatical that you can vaccinate against and it makes them less religious and so all the anti-vaxing people and everything are all fully on fucking board with this is why we don't vaccinate you know actually when i was um when i was at georgia tech i i i skipped like I think one day of genetics. Mm-hmm. This must have been when they covered it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I guarantee it. It has to be. <laughs> yeah, because this is I what you get for skipping class. This is, I mean, this is obvious a, a, a genetic problem. <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand. Like I mean, of course. Well, then let's just vaccinate against it. And well, let me. Okay, here, here comes the debunking. One, that's not how vaccines work. Okay, <laughs> vaccines don't turn off genes that you have. They protect protect you against invaders of, of in your in your system. So that one and two, I, I I can't. There is no two. This is absolutely insane. This is this is crazy. And three, why in the world was boy, what does Bill Gates have to to gain from vaccinating people against religion? He's gonna make millions off the vaccine. Oh Christ! I like well, yeah. No more of that. No more Christ. I guess. I mean, what? Yeah. I I mean now now. Well, granted, if people are I, donating to church, they're gonna well, give money to dis- Bill Gates for his full vaccine. disclosure. I am an atheist, so like it okay, is, fair enough. So, but I just so I think the whole idea of concept of religion is kind of silly anyway if it was if it was presented if it was never presented to anybody as a child and then it's presented to like a rational adult you'd be like that is crazy which is what anybody responds to anytime you get exposed to a different religion so if you're a christian and then all of a sudden you get exposed to buddhism at 20 you're like that is insane that does it, it doesn't it doesn't follow logic well yeah no shit yeah Neither does yours, bro. But I mean, but but it doesn't hurt anybody. Well, unless you fight religious wars and whatnot. But for the most part, I mean, religion teaches nice things. But but why? I just I just don't see who would be to gain from a vaccine against religion. I just don't get it. I think society in general. Well, religious people as a whole are. I mean, if you think as as, as a voting block, they're pretty. I mean, they they, they vote a certain way. Oh well, and, they also stand up and vote every single time. Correct. I mean, yeah, and it. it I would think that as, as one, you, you would have something to gain by by being able to control religious masses. Yeah. So I would. I, I wouldn't want to eradicate that. I would. I would be a proponent for that if I were a political figure. That's I me. Mean, that's just, That's me. Man. Um, the other one. <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah, dude. Hey, vaccines in Christ. Yes, they go together. Um, what about five G towers? Okay, so I, I think. Well, I think five G towers promote coronavirus. I think that that was that's the theory, and or that I've seen that it promotes um, 
homosexuality, I think, was one that I saw. Oh, man, 5G's going to make me gay? I, I guess so. Oh, uh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> we right? got to burn them and, fucking and towers they, down. And they somehow send out signals that, that make you either gay or... Um, and give you coronavirus. What did 3G do when that got launched? Oh, my gosh. Well, that's that's what probably made me libertarian. Oh, it's shit. It's that 3G technology. The libertarian towers. Right. But I... I <laughs> it, it, once again, use like a half an ounce of logic, and we can see that this is insane because, I mean... There's but five people are literally lighting them on towers fire. in cities, in cities, right? In major cities. Like we barely even have 5G here in St. Louis. We don't even have 5G. As, as far as I know, it's only in like other parts of There's the some, world. I think, I think Verizon may have it. Or I've got Sprint, so I mean, yeah. Sprint doesn't have any right now. But I think there's limited uh, in, in St. Louis. But I know Kansas City is, is a big hotbed for 5G. But, but why would but, you but, jump- but if you look at, if you look at all the spots for 5G... But if it spreads coronavirus, then why is coronavirus ubiquitous? Why is it in Wyoming when there's no 5G towers? Well, dude, it's those far-reaching signals. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. I got, I got one for you. And this is the one that I find to be 100% the most likely and available one that you could actually do. It is monitoring birds. So birds that can monitor all of your movements. They, monitor, they have microphones inside the birds. Have you heard Wait, this one? No. What? Okay. okay. So the conspiracy theory goes as such is that, that birds aren't real. That birds are just monitoring devices by the government. So there are robot birds? Correct. Well, that sounds awesome. Now, I think that this, once again, I don't think it's true. I think it's just the most likely and that I do what would, would it be ability to do all birds? No, impossible. Right. Cause we've, we've all seen birds. Yeah. But there's some birds. Yeah. But if you say, if you were to say, okay, we have a population of a million birds in the St. Louis metro area. Yeah. Let's put out 10,000 robot birds. Oh, I love and, robot and, birds. And, and nobody, and nobody will know the difference because like we know birds, we've seen birds, right? So, but how, how easy, how easy would that be? Develop a robot bird. It's some sort of monitoring device. Has anyone caught a robot bird yet? I don't think so. Oh, so they're that stealth. They're fantastically stealthy. Oh, that's amazing. I love a good robot bird. Yeah. I mean, if you can't even catch one, you don't even know. They just fly in the flocks of birds. Well, is that what happens when like large swaths of birds fly overhead? Like there's a bunch of blackbirds together. There's like two of them are robots. Two of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they're very they're very stealth. Like right. you'd, you'd have to kill all the birds. And so on top of that, what the coronavirus scare was to keep everybody home, so that they could the government officials could go out and change all the batteries in the robot birds. Oh wait, what? That yeah. makes so much sense. They're not solar powered. They're powered by batteries. Uh, yeah, you would think alkaline they- or lithium. <laughs> 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 You know, I, I, you, you would think that a government that would have supreme technology to make robot birds would make them solar powered. But no, no, no. no they, they run on they run on Duracell. The fucking Energizer bunnies coming to help out. That's and make right, sure. man. Bum, bum, bum. Clink. And, the, and like, yeah, and, and, and what about, uh, are they weather resistant? I mean, this is fantastic technology. How often I, do the feathers have to be changed? If you have to change the batteries. See, I don't know. When do they start looking like robots and not actual birds? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, that's... Wow. Yeah. Fucking robot birds, Robot birds. Bro. That is my... That, that, that is my favorite, because it can actually... 
like the, there is sufficient technology to actually make a bird a robot bird that could monitor people for no a, there's not 100 percent. no are you no. kidding <laughs> okay, okay okay so okay there, there's let's 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 wind this back there's no way that you're gonna make a bird that monitors human beings why would anyone waste their money on that well, it's government. They do nothing but waste money. I mean, so, that's also very true. Okay, so, yeah. They, <laughs> Going back to your libertarian. We have $22 trillion in debt. All the, they, they do nothing but waste money. <laughs> that's okay, that, that, is, that is their sole purpose. It's like, well, let's, let's make this program. It seems like a complete boondoggle. Let's do it. But, yeah. I mean, I mean come on. You tell me they can't make a robot bird. I wouldn't actually watched. Independence Day Resurrection and saw nothing but fantastic aliens on screen. And they looked real as shit. Right? Yeah, but have you ever been to a wax museum? Well, right, but you're two feet from the Elvis Presley statue. Okay, I'm talking about a robot that is yeah, 30 Elvis, stories in the air. Elvis Presley, Presley looks a lot more like Chris Farley in most of those. Well, Elvis Presley looks like a wax statue of Elvis Presley. Yeah. So especially late Elvis Presley <laughs> when he was doing nothing but like Oxycontin and peanut butter sandwiches was his main diet. Hold so. on. I looked up robot birds. I want to buy one. Okay. Um, it's just planes. This is just a plane website. This is not what I want. Ooh, a brief history of robot birds. See? It's like Stephen Hawking, but with robot birds. A brief history of robot birds. <laughs> I would notice this owl, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there, is, there is no way I can describe to our listeners what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I'll post it to the Instagram. Follow Inside the Cage on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I would notice that bird. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be... I, I mean, I'd be surprised if I walked into the barn and saw that owl, but... It'd be a little odd, but... <laughs> But like, but like I said, I mean, you, you know, government, uh, they're good for one thing, wasting money to, and, and monitoring you without your consent. I think that each bird would have to be for like a specific area. Like you'd have right. to design like a, a, a few different styles of birds. Like when you're picking your character in a video game and right. there's like four different types, you would pick. Like where, like where are we going? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be in the desert area. Guess what? Vultures yeah, yeah, are now. 100%. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I never thought about that. So we yeah. have different. That's, that's, that's just more See, engine. Now that's, the bird manufacturing facility has gotten way huge. Right now, now I've got to have five plants to make yeah. five different types of birds. I mean, oh we, man, they all have different feathers and oh, oh, nightmare, nightmare. Yes. Oh, bird robots. <laughs> so, bird rob- robots is your favorite? No. So, okay, and this is one that kind of little hits a little close to home. Is I, I've actually never even really seen anything like this on the internet this is my own personal oh theory. shit yeah this is how deep we're, i love it let's go hit me so so 23 and me or any sort of dna sequencing type of i think that you can get to just where you swap so anybody that's done this you swab your you swab your cheek yeah you send it in and they tell you where you're from right um isn't that going into a database somewhere, though? 100% correct. Yes, it is. And because my mother got me one for Christmas, and I read the disclosure on it, and it said that we reserve the right to hold all information and sell to any third party, which we deem necessary. Oh, yeah. Big motherfucking data added again. Right. So, so here we are. So now I would, I would much, much rather – now, this is coming from the biologist in me. I would much rather give somebody my social security number than I would give them – 
my DNA fingerprint. Yeah, I think so. I think, because, <laughs> I think that that's so this, a general. So think about it. Let's, but how let's, many people have used something like that? Do you dude, think? millions. Hold on. Let's well, look. That's, I'm going to find it up. And that's how because they come become more accurate. But if let's say a, let's say an insurance company says, okay, well, I'm I'm just looking for an insurance policy for general health insurance, and they contact 23andMe and they say, well, we'd like to look at William Gerald's DNA profile, and I have a gene that makes me susceptible to X, Y, or Z disease, and they're going to jack up my price. And they have the right to actually do that. I don't think this is an actual conspiracy theory. I'm actually shocked that insurance companies don't do it yet and ask for that type of... Yeah, buy, I actually... I signed, up, that. I signed up for life insurance uh, like three weeks ago. Yeah. And they came and did like a blood test Correct. and urine and, test and, and everything. they're all urine tests. How'd that go? Huh? Oh, dude, I pee clean. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Where do you... Where do you would you buy baby piss or something? Nah, no, it's called monkey monkey whiz. Nice. Yeah, you can get it on the on the internets. Was it from an orangutan? I hope so. <laughs> Those guys are beastly and also super lazy. But that's my favorite of the primate family is the orangutan. Uh, but according to this, more than 26 million people have taken an at-home ancestry, ancestry test. Uh, this is from Technology Review, and this is back in 2019. So, yeah. So if you, if 26 you, million. If you generally think about it. Think, think that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. Bingo. But, I mean, that's, that's the more conspiratorial part of it. But, I mean, think, think of an actual, like, life insurance company. So you got your life insurance through? Uh, New York Life. Okay, so New York Life. New York Life decides, like, okay, well. We want to look at Kyle's uh, genes and want to make sure that uh, what if he's got a heart condition or predisposed to cancer and all, mm-hmm. all of these things. Well, then they're going to jack up your rate. And how much would they pay 23andMe for that money or for that information on everybody? Yeah. And then, then they're actually financially incentivized to raise your rates because you have a predisposed condition. And I don't see why they don't do it. If I, if, if I had an insurance company... I would be buying the shit out of that information from 23andMe. Why do you think people, like, was it, was it how it was marketed to people to give their DNA over? Or was it how, like, people have a desire to learn about their past? Yeah, people want to know who they are. I mean, I think that's, a, that's an essential part of, of any human experience is, like, well, what's the end goal? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I've never understood the whole ancestry thing. Like, I, yeah, I have, I have relatives that have died. But that does, am I hoping like, oh, guess what? I'm a Rockefeller. Yeah, it yeah let me get some of that Rockefeller it money. Doesn't, I, it doesn't is, it per- like, is it like playing the lottery? Like, are you I trying never, to gain something like, from it's it? It's literally sitting in the cellophane on my bookshelf in my apartment because I'm not going to do it. Oh, so, I would have anticipated so mom, if you burned that so mom, already. if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, but I just, I just have, no, I have no incentive to do it. Like what, it doesn't bring me any closer to knowing who I am. Yeah. I mean, I know. I am a self-serving libertarian asshole, right? <laughs> so, so if, if I know that like 38% of my genes came from Croatia, what, what difference does that make? Yeah. Like it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. So all it is, is it put, it's putting my DNA, well, it's not exactly a DNA footprint. It's testing your mitochondrial DNA. So it's, it's tracing all of your mother's. So, but still it goes into a database that's labeled William Gerald. Correct. And... Now we know who this person Please is. Please don't use my full name on this podcast. <laughs> it's already out there. I don't, I, I don't need anybody knowing my full name. <laughs> uh, what's your middle name? For, so for, for, all, for all my government officials listening, my <laughs> FBI operator, please don't listen to this. What's that white van outside? 
I didn't realize there was a florist next door. <laughs> why is it? Why is it always? <laughs> why, why, by the way, why is it always a florist van? Have you ever noticed that? Oh yeah, like in, in the movies, in it's movies, always a florist. Yeah. You know what really disappoints me now that we're talking about surveillance and things? Um, Mind Hunter, the TV show. Did you see that? Did you I, watch that? That was. I watched the first season. Season two is out on Netflix, right? But they're not making a season three. That's because I think, and if, and if I'm correct, wasn't it really kind of like it, they really did kind of like a memento type thing? Was like a past and future type thing, or like not kind of, or, or like side by side? Yeah, they did. They did because so. look at they're eventually it shows how. Um, they bring in like, the psychology BT- to the FBI. Yeah, well, that's the whole purpose. And side of the by show. side, they the, eventually they catch the BTK killer. Yeah, exactly. But that's like you're shown the BTK killer the whole time. Yeah, and now that there's no season three, there's no payoff on them eventually catching right. BTK. By the way, what does BTK stand for, Kyle? Bind, torture, kill. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man. I uh, trust me. I listened to last podcast on the left. A lot. I I love listening to like serial killer podcasts and stuff because, uh, especially that one in particular, because they do a good job of like informing you about who that person is, mm-hmm. but also just ripping the shit out of him and talking about and just it totally demasculating anything that the serial killer was like going for. Right. I. What 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 do you think goes through people like that? What what goes through their mind? Like, I do. They just I, wake up. You're like, you know what? I'm going to kill 14 and a half people today. I have no idea. And that's, that's the crazy thing. So going back to Mindhunter, the guy that they like, he's like kind of like the main serial killer that they talk to is uh, Ed Kemper. Um, he's known as like the co-ed killer in he's California. He's the one who wore, like, wore, the, wore the high heels and whatnot, right? I don't know if he wore high heels necessarily, but he's a huge man. He's like six foot seven and like, like weighs a ton of, ton of pounds. I don't know how many exactly. Um, but the only reason they ever caught him was because he called the police office and the detectives and turned himself in. They right. thought like they thought he might be like a Bundy esque, you know, like serial killer. But they didn't answer his phone calls like four times <laughs> because he was also like a really nice guy and he Once hung again, out at the police. A very bar. nice and efficient government agency. Yeah. They were they were even told <laughs> where the killer was and they still don't show up. That that should tell you everything you need to know, right there about government. Now I've They're never told worked, where the problem is. They told the solution. Like you know what? Maybe later. I've never worked in a police office, but I imagine that they get a lot of ridiculous fucking phone calls. But if, I mean, we've already seen that. If somebody I've calls seen, and says I've murdered eighteen people, do you think they might want? I don't know. Shake it down well, a little bit. Ed was friends with a lot of the detectives, and they thought he was pulling one of those Kemper jokes. You know, hey, oh, that's just old Ed. He's just you know who else prank they, on us. You know who else thought they, they were getting Kemper jokes pulled on? The women he pulled into the van. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, like, oh, this is just another Kemper joke. Uh, I'm dead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But I, okay, I'll tell you a funny story about Mindhunters is during the first season, and one of the main characters starts dating this uh, graduate student, right? Oh, yeah. And they, they, uh, they have some wild sex in that show. Yeah, they get and hot I'm, and heavy. Yeah, I'm, and I'm watching this, and, of course, this girl is – is they're having a crazy sex scene and one of my children woke up at night and and, and comes out into the living room mm-hmm. and they said, Daddy, what's on TV? <laughs> what's on TV, Dad? Well, <laughs> this is called You, The Making Of. 
<laughs> how do you how do you answer that question to a three year old child? That's a great yeah. Now how I mean you're a dad obviously you have twin I have twin, twin boys twin boys yes. Um, how do you broach subjects with them? Like do you oh. do they believe in Santa Claus? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. That's, and, and once again, I, do they believe in Jesus? <sighs> that's their mother's doing, but yes. Okay. What like? When do you tell them that neither one of those things exist? <laughs> well, what what I what I what I try and do is I take the same approach I think my father took with me, and that was just question, just just ask questions. Yeah. So, if something doesn't make sense, ask why. Why yeah. doesn't it make sense? And and kind of just but as. As a biologist, uh, in any any scientist for that matter, that we have a very inquisitive nature is to say, oh well, that doesn't make sense to me. Let me see if it, you know, passes the smell test or whatever. So, we we do a lot of that. They they tell me that you know Jesus made this and Jesus made that, and I will just ask them questions like, well, does does that make sense to you? And then mm-hmm. you know, and and their their mother and I. Uh, do you vaccinate them for the God gene? Not the God gene, no. Um, MMR, tuberculosis, things of that nature. Oh, real, real things? Yeah, like a, polio, smallpox. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of like, you sh- I think you should vaccinate people against things that might kill you otherwise. It, it, it's, it's beneficial to get sick. Exposure is a very good thing. You want to know something? So, I'd love to know things. Anti vaxxing has really turned me off on Jenny McCarthy. Um, and, and that takes a lot because that goes smoking hot. Yeah, dude. I, I can remember being 13 years old and <sighs> opening up one of the plastic bag, uh, bag Playboys at a Walden bookstore. That might have been one of my very first boners. Yeah, and McCarthy. ripping out a page, and it was Jenny McCarthy. And oh. Man, did that page see some action. <laughs> uh, but now she talks about like not vaccinating her children and stuff, and I'm like, man, I can't believe I ever jerked off to you because you're a retard. What is, what, is so, what is so funny to me is that... <clears throat> People that will actually follow this and listen to it, and that you have centuries upon centuries of biological evidence and studies and and facts. We don't want to listen to that though. We much prefer to listen to a girl who was a centerfold model and the host of a and a sl- great one and the host of a slightly popular dating show on MTV. Singled out, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, what a great show! Great show, yeah. But but this but this is this is our scientific expert, as a girl that literally just told half the crowd to go home. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, she's got she's got great tits. So I don't know. I mean, she makes a good case. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm a dude. I'm I'm easily distracted. So I mean, like, maybe. But I don't know, man. I I just I still understand how people. False, but but it, but it just shows that like the vast majority of I think of our society will blindly follow the masses. Yeah, or people that they deem important. Sure, and so if I deem you important for something, like if I came to give you financial advice, you should most definitely not take it. 
right? I am not a financial advisor, but if I came talking about biology, you should probably listen because I'm an expert in that field. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that people... But are you an expert at showing your tits off? No, not at all. So, 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 so you can't talk about vaccination. Right. So, yeah. So I, I don't understand. Like people, people will say like, if because you're an expert at one thing, I will listen to you for everything. Mm-hmm. And that just to me ne- has never made sense. But we, we do it. We're doing it right now. Our Donald Trump is by no means a scientist. Like, the, <laughs> like the, the, he's the farthest thing from it. You mean the man that told me to drink cleaner is not a scientist? Okay, so so maybe yeah, so so he is most definitely not a scientist. And but so we we're taking scientific fact from no, he may. Are we really taking scientific fact from him though? Are you? Uh, are you open today? Yeah, but that, then, that, then that has nothing. That that's pure uh, bureaucracy. That has nothing to do with Donald but, but, Trump but and his scientific but, beliefs. But but backed by people claiming scientific fact. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they got rid of Dr. Anthony Fauci because he spoke too many things that were accurate. Don't talk in the in this administration. Don't don't speak. Yeah. Your thoughts. That's that's a bad thing. Don't speak. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Right. So I mean, it's so because Donald Trump had a few towers in New York that he's now has has the ability to run a country. No, it's absolutely he's he's a he's a he's a shithead. Yeah. You know, he's horrible. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I think the other. Did side, you vote for him? One hundred percent. I voted for him. Yes. Did you really? Yes. You get swept up in the Trump storm, or no, just no, were, no, 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 was no. so anti Hillary Clinton. One, it, it's more more the second one, and I and I will one hundred percent vote for him again. And he's an absolute piece of dog shit. Can't we vote for Bernie Sanders instead? Together? No, what? no. Why not? Well, because I because I like having my own stuff. Well, you can have your own stuff, and yeah, then and, people and, can and, also and help can you have, have half stuff. of my own stuff too, right? But dude, like going back to the whole idea, like. Why can't we all just work together on things and like, hey, guess what? Some of my tax dollars go to our road system and some of them go to the healthcare system. Instead of buying the B-52 bomber that flew over St. Louis the other day, the multi-million dollar jet. Okay. Why, why do I have to? Why is that a thing? Okay, so, okay you're right. We, we agree that that shouldn't be a thing. But once again, you, you and I have a fundamental difference on philosophy. Yeah, because I love people and you I don't, you, no, no, no. you love I, yourself, you I, selfish bitch. I love people too. Now, when you talked about Bezos the other day. Oh yeah, fuck Jeff should, Bezos. Should, should Jeff Bezos take the vast majority of his wealth and make his community a better place? Absolutely. One, 100%. I think we agree on that. Should the government force him to do so? No. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes the government has to. No, that's it. The ones that, well, well, I will ask you. Another well, now question. we go back to Ed Kemper and the whole idea well, you of. Didn't, you didn't answer my question from earlier. I go name one thing that government has touched that has been made better. Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Well, going back to the idea of nobody knows. So we were talking about society and how I know who you are. Correct. And I can reference. Stuff that you've done in the past. Like, we can have interactions between you and I and, and whatever it is. We have a relationship that exists as, as we both are in it on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But the question was, what defines a society and 
the ability of one or two people in that to reference a third person. So, so you and I can have a conversation about somebody. Is it the recognition that other people outside the current interaction actually exist or people or beings or, or whatever? So do two fish that are swimming along inside each other reference fish number three? Can, can, they, can they have a discussion and say, oh, well, Joe Bob fish that's not here right now mm-hmm. and say, well, he was, did this, that, or this and the other, or he's going to be here or we should do something for him, you know? Well, so a lot of this I thought of, and you you brought this to light with me, was like I've watched a bunch of like nature documentaries on Disney Plus, which which by the way are some of my favorite things in the world. I love Planet Earth. Sir David Attenborough is his narration is great. Yeah, that's one of those fall asleep to it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but you see, in like a lot of these documentaries, they create a narrative for the animals that are doing stuff. And that's obviously for the benefit of the people that are watching. I think, I think it makes people more, you, when you give something a name, when you give something a backstory, you become more related to it. You become more attached to it. And I think that that makes things more relatable and makes you want to watch them more. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, I mean, think about any, any pet you've ever had. Pets have names, and you can mm-hmm. more attach them. It's not cat; it's whatever your cat's name is. Well, his name is Lloyd, but yeah, he's so, also just cat. Yeah, it's not. It's not cat. It's, it's it's Lloyd. And my my last dog I have, R.I.P. was was it wasn't Golden Retriever. It was it was Maverick. So I mean, it's you. you, you Did you ever want to get a second Golden Retriever to name him Iceman? Name him what? Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, I, no, I don't. Because he was actually half Golden Retriever. Half or lab. what about Goose? Oh, that one, lab, so that one would have been He was super, super energetic. And it was like, it was, that dog was too much. I mean, we, he was my boy. He was, he was my wingman, obviously. Yeah. But it just, oh my God, he's, he's too much all the time. But going back to the, the documentaries and the narratives that are given to these animals, uh, so there's on Disney Plus, there's a documentary called like Monkey Kingdom, I want to say. And there's a whole story of this one monkey that's not part of like the leadership group of the monkeys. And they give her a name and then another monkey comes in and like they have sex and she has a baby monkey and then she's a single parent. And they told this whole oh, story. Oh, did other monkey get pissed off because somebody somebody took his boo? They stole they stole the baby monkey oh. at one point. Um, Ooh, but, do you want to know a great biological fact? That, yeah, because I, I sprinkled these in. Like, yeah. so uh, silverback gorillas, right? So you have you have the alpha male who gets like all the women, right? They get mm. all the bitches, and he's supposed to be the one impregnating all of them. So they started doing doing DNA testing, and they found out that like some of the lower females, the ones that, like weren't impregnated first. We're actually sneaking off at night to other tribes. Bitches! To other tribes and having sex with the other lower males that didn't get to have sex with the oh. other. Oh. And so, yeah, so like they were, which is, which is good that for could, the, Well, that just goes to show how much we are similar which, to monkeys. Yeah, which biologically it's great for them because they actually get to swap their DNA as much as possible. And, and a good spreading of that is, is healthy for a population. But to, just the sheer fact that they were like waking up in the middle of the night. 
and like sneaking off to like and like they had like these pre determined like separate meeting places where like these these young apes would like wake up and like sneak off to this place and the other young women apes way was and they, they knew where they were gonna meet. And they're like yeah. cheating on, on like Big Daddy or whatever. Man, Monkey Bumble is the hottest thing going right now. <laughs> it's fa- Dude, I love, I love watching primates. But it's actually one of my favorite things to do is I'll go down to the St. Louis Zoo and go to the primate house. One of the best zoos in it's, the world. And free, yeah. by the way, which is fantastic. So all of you, uh, all of you fans out there, go. Just watch. It's biology. It's fantastic. But especially go to the primate house and I watch the, uh, the Colobo monkeys and they're great. Their, their, their society interactions are fantastic. They're great. I, I, love, I love monkeys because they just, you can just watch them fight with each other and they have arguments. You can yeah. literally watch them have arguments behind glass. It is fantastic. I mean, the only, the only better situation is if I were in like, like the brex, breakfast box aisle in the grocery store and I watched, you know, fucking Karen and Joe Bob have an argument about breakfast three days from now. It's, yeah, man. Somebody's got to eat those Lucky Charms, right? I love I love watching people have arguments in grocery stores. Have, oh, you, ever, have never, you ever seen this, dude? I have been a part of it so many times. Because, My girlfriend is a nightmare at the grocery right, store, right? Because you have you have to have the argument. Because but at the same time, you can't you can't argue in a grocery store the way you argue at home. It's impossible. Yeah, watch right. watch Megan do it, and right. we'll find okay. out. Because because I'll I'll scream at home, but in a grocery store, I'm like, God damn, would you just please shut the fuck up? Right, you got to like really like low yeah, you, key. You, yeah, you right. temper you temper your argument yeah, a little. I bit. don't I don't need people seeing out in public the way I act at home. <laughs> That'd be the worst thing for me. I mean, there'd be charges pressed. Okay, so Jesus. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't need any of that. But like that's that's the best thing in the world is watching and you're watching it happen. You're like you're like oh my god, I was doing this last week. It was fantastic, right? Like it just it, it and it's so funny. Do you do you think that like societies of of animals lower than humanity? So like lower primates, are yeah, like, lower primates or dolphins or whales sure. and stuff. Because obviously they interact with each other in groups. Well, one hundred percent. I mean, of course they interact. I mean, they send they send long long distance signals. They, what do you think they, the memory they, is of those animals, though? Because like we've seen dogs online, you know, haven't seen their owner in a years, year, right? Yeah, and the dog just loses its mind because it's so excited to see well, that person. When you when you're looking at. Um, Memory inside, at least inside a human brain, we when we do um, we do PET scans and look at uh, and, and do imaging things like that. And memory comes from a very particular region of the brain. Um, ours, as as higher developed primates, is way overdeveloped as opposed to say, you know, canines or felines or whatever. Like those protections of the brain, they, they're active. And, but they're not like ours. So we, we look at our memory. We almost feel like it's almost like we can reel it back like a movie. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Whereas other mammals, they, they can't do that. They, they, they make very s- small but highly strong connections. And, like, I mean, anybody who's ever had a dog knows this. Yeah. What, what, is the, what does that dog do when you come home? Have, you know, Dude, my cat does that. I come home yeah. and the door opens and the cat immediately runs to the door and meows like ridiculously. Right. And if I came over, what would happen? I came over earlier today. I would. I ran to the no- door and meowed at you. Cat was nowhere to be seen. 
Yes, you came to me out. Yeah. But cat, but cat nowhere to be seen. Yeah. No, no. But because the cat doesn't, I mean, you're already there, right? Yeah. So I am just, I'm a secondary thought. But, but dogs, dogs have a really like developed sense of that as well. Whereas they, you get home and they just, oh my God, Fido loses his shit. Yeah. He's so happy. Which, I, which reminds me of a, of, a, uh, of a meme I saw over like coronavirus where they had it, like the reaction of dogs and cats to coronavirus. And it was like the dog and had a quote, air bubbles that said, said, oh my God, I'm so happy that you, you quit your job to spend all of your days with me. And then the cat was like, I wish you'd get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. I, I've witnessed that in, in my, uh, my fluffy boy. But... Uh, yeah, other than that, though, I mean, he's been super, like, attentive and everything. It's interesting to look at animals in that respect that, you know, when we think about, like, wild animals, in, right. in quotes, how, yeah, they, there's how no, they interact with, like, the planet and everything since COVID. There's, there's actually a, a funny thing that you think that outside of us as humans and our pets— Every other animal in the world dies an absolutely horrible death. Yeah, it's either savage or alone. You get eaten, or you die of disease, or some sort of mechanical injury, like you break a leg and can't, and then you just die of starvation. Yeah. Like, well, there's no, even, like, in, in a lot of the wilderness documentaries and stuff, you see, like, the yeah. one old elephant that just can't keep up with the herd anymore. So they start. And they like, leave them behind, and it's just all by itself. Horrible death. Whereas, like, like, oh, did you hear about Kyle? No, Kyle, he died peacefully in his sleep. That doesn't happen. Yeah. No. In, in, the, in the wild, like, oh, man, that coyote got bit by a rattlesnake, and he suffocated to death because everything swelled up. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible yeah. death. And the pack left him behind. Right, yeah. Because and, he got bit. Yeah, and they, they, like, they stabbed him in the throat because he was... He was horrible to their to maybe the should we operate like that now like should we just stab people in the neck although you know what coronavirus was actually, probably actually that, that governor was... cuomo actually did his best at doing that because he sent all of the sick old people back to the nursing homes and so they all got sick and died and so he was doing his best be like well you yeah you don't you do jack shit for society anymore. <laughs> oh my god that didn't happen did it well, in, in my th- in, in my head, that's how it went, right? No, I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, he, he, no, this is not news. No, no, he actually did that. He actually took people that were in the hospital with coronavirus, no. active coronavirus, and sent them back to their nursing homes. So you're telling me that... Uh, wait, 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 this, this can't be news to you. I mean, uh, I guess it is a little bit. Yeah. Holy shit. See, this is... Okay, here comes my conspiracy. This is the liberal media for you right here. Oh, really? Yeah, you've been watching well, a lot of Mario, Fox. Well, Cuomo, Cuomo is a Democrat. So oh, dude, he, he is, he is uh, so he's please, liberal Jesus right now. Absolutely. Suck, suck his dick. Come in my mouth, please. Right. And, like, then, take, and then he gets on CNN with his brother, and they have, like, witty banter, and they right, laugh. Right, yeah. yeah. And his brother just softballs and fucking questions. <laughs> yeah, and then but, they giggle but, with but each no, other, like, Mom didn't do that. But, but Cuomo literally took sick old people sent them directly back to nursing cares, nursing centers, nursing homes. Wow. It, that was actually Florida, or sorry, that was New York policy to do that. Was it because they thought the care would be the same at nursing homes? Who, I, I don't know, but, but if we're talking about the whole thing was like, oh, we got to save grandma, we got to stay home to save grandma, Cuomo actually forced people to go out of hospitals 
back into nursing homes. It's wow. a real thing. He actually signed a gubernatorial order doing so. It's got his signature on it and everything. It's, the, it's, it's out there. Look it up. So Man. for those of you out there, go out, go out there, Google it, look it up. He actually made sick people go back around other old sick people. So I don't want to buy this shit about how, oh, we're trying to make everybody safe or whatever. Fuck it. I mean, it, it's not. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a government power grab. And Rahm Emanuel said it best. And I think Rahm Emanuel is a scumbag. But he made his government policy very, very well known. And he's famous for saying, quote, Never let a good catastrophe go to waste. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as something bad happens to society, well, then we just need to make more government power. The, the, the government's Do you think there's a power grab right now for more government control? 100%. And Donald Trump, even though he's part of the party that, quote, says we're not doing that kind of thing. They're the they ones do, that are doing They all do of exactly it. that kind of thing. And, and they're supposed to be the party that's, like, not socialism. Well, it's, it's, they're, they're still socialism. It's just... Different. They pay for different stuff. They, they, that's it, that's another thing I want to touch they're, on. They're 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 both they're both crazy tax grabbing money hungry bitches, but they just pay for it's it's like well one side pays for this things they like the other side pays for this things they like and that's all it is. There's a there's a documentary I watched on HBO the other night and it is a uh, it's not necessarily like a conspiracy theory. What's it called? Uh, hold on, I'm going to pull it up. It's about fake news. Well, I don't and, think, I don't think how we have that... any real news organizations anymore. What we, what we have is we have opinion filters. I mean, I, I it's think... It's called After Truth, uh, Disinformation, and the Cost of Fake News. Okay. Uh, that's, on, that's on HBO now. Well, I, I think that now one thing that... One thing that I think that our president has done that is wildly detrimental to the country is that this concept of fake news. And he's basically what you're, what now people think is that anything that I don't agree with must be fake news. Well, so here's the thing in the, in the show, um, they take it from two angles. They, they show this guy who's a lawyer and some dude on Twitter who proposes like a whole bunch of like conspiracy theories, like from the Republican side of things. Sure. And he's like, Oh, there's a bus outside. That's a, uh, a whatever like liberal bus. And then he's sitting in front of one of the writers from the New York times. And he's like, Oh, yep. Posting this out there. Can't, can't believe they brought a, a gang of protesters to this. And the guy from the New York times leans forward and he's like, what, what are you talking about? And the guy's like, oh, outside the bus. Yeah, it was brought in by, you know, the Soros brothers or whatever. It's a George, George Soros, Soros bus. Right. Yeah, it's a George Soros bus. And the guy's like, wait, the bus outside that has, like, it's just a bus. Like, why, why is that now a thing? And the guy just, boom, posted on the internet. And he's got, you know, millions of followers right. that follow his rhetoric. Um, but then on the flip side of that, they interview a guy who created a fake uh liberal like it was it was liberals uh doing what the whole russia gate thing was sure which was it was people in georgia or alabama or wherever i i can't remember um basically posting on on facebook about how this party has this particular like idea in mind and they created this story about it and they were like well you know 
we hit 30,000 people on the platform and the difference in votes for our candidate was 20,000. Did we, did we do the job of making some of those people stay at home because they didn't agree with that? And maybe, but I mean, that's, Hey, that's that right there. That's free speech, man. And that sucks. And is that, it though? Yes. It's 100%. When, when you're just lying to people over 100%. and over and over again, there's, there's, Okay, anybody that says I'm for free speech but isn't for free speech. It sucks. Yeah. You, you have to be able to that, yeah. that's, I mean, I guess we're sitting here talking right now and this is going to go on the internet. That's part of that's part of what free and speech. And if anybody is. ever said, "Hey, you can't do that." I would I would claim free speech. Fuck the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, you there's there's a there's four awesome words that are in the first minute. It's called shall not be abridged. Yeah. It's great. What about some of the other stuff in the Bill of Rights, though, about, like, so, like, in the right to bear arms? Correct. There's also stuff about, like, the Third Amendment is, like, the army or the military can't come into your home. That's the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment. So, and, and John Mulaney has a great joke about this, and it's... It's all, uh, it's along the lines of like, oh man, let's, let's, let's write the bill of rights guys. And then they go into this whole thing like, oh, well, this crazy guy really loves guns a lot. And then he's like, and the military can't yeah. come in my house. Like, so, so wait, wait. So you tell me we can, they can do anything we want and we can say anything we want and we could have guns. This country going to be lit, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, and you know what, actually, you know, who actually should probably read the bill of rights is, um, Oh, what's the group of body that I'm looking for? What's the name? Congress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should, they should, they might want to review some of that, but no, I, I, one of those things where like, I truly believe that our government's there to protect our freedoms mm-hmm. and our rights. And, and I feel that like what a right is, is something that I can partake in that doesn't affect you. What do you, what do you feel about, uh, term limits on, people in Congress and Supreme Court justices and stuff like that. Well, I, that's, I, that's something that people talk about every now and then. I'm not, I'm not a fan of term limits. I think there should be no term limits for anything. I, I don't like that the Supreme Court justices are... Um, lifetime, yeah, yeah, lifetime, lifetime, lifetime appointment. Um, Based because, on the judgment because, of one person? Right. Yeah, I think, I think that's ridiculous. I think those should be elected. But I mean, but I, but I also don't agree with term limits because... If, if somebody is really, really good at their job, like I think you do a fantastic job as a general manager for bootleg and barbecue. I think it's great. I love your barbecue. I love your drinks. It's great. Oh, well, we enacted term limits. Mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. 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 2000, <laughs> 2021. You, you got to go because you can't. But, but shouldn't us as Americans be able to decide when somebody isn't doing a good job and tell them, well, you're fired. I'm going to get somebody else to do this job. So we, we, we have that choice. I don't think that that's kind of, it's kind of, don't you now, think it, so my, my whole thought is that like, don't you feel like it's good for society? But first of all, I, I, I think we shouldn't have any elected officials at all. Well, like, no. Like Grant. Okay. So let's, let's, in, let's, in non-hypothetical, correct, uh, but, will but, libertarian but, world. But this, this exact, I mean, this, for this part of the discussion, no, no term limits. I mean, I, I should be able to choose who I want. And if I think somebody's doing a fantastic job, do it again. Two more years. Don't for, you think for, that for like, Congressman or six for a senator or whatever. The way that I look at it is that at some point you should not be allowed to be in charge of anything anymore. Well, I, I think that there not there shouldn't necessarily be term limits. But there should be uh, a an extension or breaking point where 
yeah, you're you're just not with society anymore. And because maybe are, maybe your ability to like have a conversation is diminished. And you're old and you're decrepit. Yeah, or you're you've made so much money that you don't you're, understand society okay. as the way that it works. Right. So, so think think yeah. about or like our president or well, like. Well, any about, one of like Nancy Pelosi's well, like a billionaire well, or whatever. Well, think, think about this. Look, look, let's look at this. Let's just do a, a possibility of three stringer presidents. Let's go back to Barack Obama. Now, I think Barack Obama's policies were absolute dog shit. I'm not a fan of Barack Obama. I think he's highly government overreach. But that's that's my opinion. But one thing I should say is that Barack Obama was a fantastic orator. Unbelievable. He gave a great speech. That's right. He, he had the ability to connect with people in a way that you haven't seen in a very long time with presidents. Um, now, of course, he probably paid speech writers and had speech coaches, and, and he took advantage of those type of things yeah. as, as one should. But such, as a, public such a great order to the point where like, you can sit back and you can hear in your mind how he sounds. Right, 100%. I mean, he, his, his voice, I think, it is, has become so ubiquitous in people's minds that it's almost as fantastic as like, it's like a Morgan Freeman type thing. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. a black thing. I don't know. I mean, what are, you, are you cutting out my statement? No, it, no I'm not. <laughs> uh, the system had uh, overloads. So okay. I had to so, reset but, it. But then you, you have a – so you go from somebody who, who orates fantastically to Donald Trump and that our choices now is do you get more Donald Trump or Joe Biden who literally can't make sentences? Yeah. He, I – I do love you made have, fun of my motherfucking Bernie sticker on my window. One hundred percent. But by the way, I'm gonna. But you know, then actually, you know, this I is the that. guy that check the that. Democrats want to be. Check that. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna vote. I'm not voting for Trump again. I'm voting for for Biden because I want to watch his press conferences. They're hilarious. Trump is an actual. I'm voting cr- for Bernie Sanders. Trump is a great stand-up comedian, but I think Biden is like he's try. He's funny without even knowing it. He is a. Like, he can't make sentences. Do you and, think he uh, sexually assaulted the woman that came forward? Or is I, that I don't know. I, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't there. And here's the problem with that is that there is absolutely zero evidence. We can say that. Yeah, yeah she was, she from was 30 years ago. Right. So I, I, but I will say, so I think that is what she's claiming is a horrible thing. Right. And if it, and if it did happen, then it's atrocious. The allegation is not a product. It doesn't mean you're guilty. Do you and think? Do you think Jeffrey Epstein set it up? Probably. Yeah. That's probably why Clinton killed him. Yeah. Oh, we 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 talked about conspiracy theories, and we didn't talk about <laughs> Epstein and the Clinton body count. Are you kidding me? Epstein most definitely that's did old, not kill that's himself. Old news. And no, Epstein did not kill himself. Oh my gosh, he was dude. Hillary Clinton murdered that son of a bitch. Do you really think that Hillary Clinton had anything to do with it? My, my maybe I don't know. But <laughs> my my favorite meme of all time is it shows Hillary getting interviewed, and it says if you were picked as a, if you were picked as Joe Biden's vice president, what's the first thing you would do? And she quotes, she goes, "Write his obituary." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that's another thing that that uh, HBO doc touches on is uh they talk about pizzagate okay i have a question for you what do you think that one political party is more susceptible to believing in conspiracy theories than the other yes and would you say that those people are more or less on the right absolutely why do you think that is because they're morons well, the left is morons too. I, I, I will agree with. Yeah, you. there's morons on both yes, sides. I will agree with that. I will agree with both statements. And so I would I would say that generally the 
the population that votes on the right. And this is my own personal opinion. This is going to cause no one to listen to this ever again. <laughs> oh, um, I can't wait. They are undereducated. The they more educated people generally vote left. I mean, that's they that's, they that's a... they don't have a lot of money, and they base a lot of their beliefs in, you know, uh, the government's going to come to get me, so I need a rifle. Well, I, that's what I. And, that's what thing is. I think that that your most conspiracy theories are kind of centered around a big man coming to get me, mm-hmm. right? Or government over, like big, big government, mm-hmm. right? Well, It also the, has a lot to do with religion, too. I, I think so. But and I, you I, find that more, more atheists are liberal than they are uh, conservative. I, 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 think a true, I think a true atheist would be anti-anything because they just want to be left alone. Yeah. For the most part. Just do um, your own thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I think that, so I think people that are generally on the right, they have this idea of big man coming to get me, some sort of government overreach. And I think that's where the conspiracy theories come from. And people generally on the, on the left side of the political spectrum are for more government. So, and the people on the right are for, are, are at least on the basis of the platform, but for less government. So when you, when you have that, that aspect of your platform, if I'm for more government and conspiracy theories are based around big government, well, who's, who's going to believe those? It's the people that are for less government, right? And, and, yeah, but you want less government, and I don't consider you radical in any way. Or I just, I, I'm not radical. I, just, I don't want to fundamentally change anything. I just don't want there to be anything at all. I just, I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. That's, that's all I want. Why is it that when I go make $1,000 that I only get 600 Can I, if I go make $1,000, can I just because have Because of thousand? roads and the fire department. Can I just have $1,000? <laughs> well, with that extra 400 can, can I just choose to what I want, what I, what I enjoy? No, I, I like if you. If you could have universal basic income. Absolutely, and- 100% no. You are, you are, enjoy Venezuela and empty, and empty shelves. That that's exactly what we're going to, because when when we're like us, yeah, but without production, without production, then there is no. We're wildly prosperous, right? And you're just taking from the rich. Well, eventually, you don't have anything more. Yeah, but I don't think it works like that. It's it's exactly how it takes. What what do you mean it works like that? It's it's exactly how it works. No, you're taking from the rich and giving to the poor. No, it takes. Listen, Robin Hood. No, no. First of all, Robin Hood. Robin Hood robbed tax collectors, not rich people. He took back poor people's own money and gave it back to. I happen to remember King John, and he was a lion. The last I saw. Okay, well, don't don't listen to the fucking Morgan Freeman and Kevin, what, whoever. Hey, listen, you leave my Disney love out of okay, this. Okay, listen. Okay, Robin Hood stole from tax collectors. He took people's money back for them and gave it back to them. He was stealing from people that were already thieves. That is a, <laughs> that is historic fact. All right. So. Yeah. So yeah. Robin Hood stole from thieves, which is what all government officials. You know, we should go back to the day when we actually tarred and feathered tax collectors. Jesus threw the tax collectors out of the yeah, out of the you temple. You know what? You know what? I, you know, I'm actually I'm, I just I changed mine. I'm a Christian now. Yeah. 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 Jesus threw tax collectors out. I, yeah. I'd, I'd much rather do that than be a taxpayer. What do you think about the mega churches though that just take? Oh my all God, Joel Osteen is a the the worst kind of person. Yeah. He is, but the, he loves Jesus. 
I, you know what? I, I would love, I, I, I truly feel that he's not an actual true Christian. I don't think he really is. I don't. I think he's a businessman. I think. I think there are people that are that truly believe and they want to live their life a certain way, and you're free to do so, and that's fine. Have you watched uh, the Righteous Gemstones? Also on HBO. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. I mean, that's that's those guys. That's how they. That's, that's exactly. how they exist. Yeah. It, 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 they're just they're they're selling a dream to people that. But, I mean, what I want? Do I want to be a Christian? 100% I would love to because I mean at the end of the day you pass away and you go to a and you a go to a great place. place and it's wonderful and you see all your people and like you know like they, they sell a great product yeah I just don't believe it so yeah I mean but they do the same thing righteous gems but the real version of that is Joel Osteen where he he has like a I mean we, me and Frank were driving down the road the other day talking about, I said go just google Joel Osteen house and he was shocked because it was absolutely insane. So for those of you listening, Google it. Go Joel Osteen House and tell me that that guy is a real Christian. He does nothing but take money out of the pockets of desperate people. And he builds like this $40 million house. And he just sells people on a fucking dream. He's a piece of fucking shit. I hope Joel Osteen listens to this. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy in Branson that was selling Silver Solution. Oh, wow. That is a dope house. His pool house is as big as my home. Actually, it's like twice the size it's of my home. It's as big as your duplex. Holy fuck. Man. Just so he can change from his regular shorts to his swimming shorts. I, I love Jesus even more now. Right. You think that he's that rich because he loves Jesus so much? Uh, yes, 100%. Oh, my God. Because Everybody. You, you, know what he, you know what he sells it to people? He I says, genuflected when I came inside. He says, he says because this is the the lifestyle that the Lord wants me to have to show that if you love him enough, but all the other people need to be poor because that's what the Lord wants them to have. I've never under that's one of the things like, yeah. So, so if you love Jesus, I guess he loves one person more than the other, or God loves one person more than the other. Yeah. Well, Jesus Jesus is a cunt. Let's, let's look at it that way. I've always said if he had, dude, Peter was the number one disciple Name the 12th. Give me the 12th disciple. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Saul. didn't love him as much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know his name. Well, I've, well, I've always said it's like, so let's, we'll play devil's advocate. Let's assume that God is a real person and does exist. Well, I'm not bound before that because that God is a fucking prick. That God allows people in Africa to starve, right? Could, 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 very, could, could very easily just wave his magic wand and be like, well, food everywhere for everybody, right? So, well, you're a fucking asshole. Uh, God gave my father cancer. Will, you're being and, tested. This is this is your test to heaven. Your father died of cancer because God wanted to test you and see what you were capable guess of. Guess what? I failed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Both my parents are also dead. Right. So yeah. So we're in the same boat. So like it, it just doesn't it doesn't fall any logic. Well, you and you can't be um, omnipotent and benevolent. You can't do both. At least not with the results that we see. You cannot be all-knowing and all-powerful and all-loving. Because if you were all of those things, then you would just eradicate all suffering. Where does Jeff Bezos fall in all of that? Well, he's about the closest thing to God we're ever going to fucking see. He can be a trillionaire in about two and a half years. So, I mean... Um, so, I think that uh, Bezos... I think Bezos... He, Oh, Jeff Bezos. 
he he had a company that honestly 20 years ago I, I was for sure would fail because I was like oh my god who in the world is going to buy books online right that's, in, that's insane I love books online well right but like why would I wait three days and I can just go to Barnes and Noble or you know who you know who has free books forever and always the public library mm. I can just go pick up one and, just, and I, all I have to tell is like I'm taking it and I promise to bring it back and they're mm-hmm. like okay that's free why would I ever pay for a fucking book? And this guy just started selling books. And the next thing you know, he's a goddamn trillionaire because he sells everything. He, I mean, I bought a vibrating cock ring from Amazon.com. Did you really? 100%. Shut the fuck up. How was it? It's fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Do you just jerk off with it? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I need one of those. Right. But, but I mean, that, that, but that's what... Fucking Amazon is the it, best. It, it, it's, it's Thank start- you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Good lord, I didn't even know that you had jerk-off material. Right, it started off with you could you could buy, you know, fucking Moby Dick online, mm. and now you can actually Moby your dick online. That's and so right. it's fantastic. That's right, I'm going to buy lube and a flashlight and a vibrating cock ring on Amazon. All of those things available on Amazon. Good god. Wait, do I have to type in like... Amazon XXX? Nope. Dot com. I'm oh, telling you, right there on up, the main page, I can main, just search for it. Yep. Holy shit! A new world of adult pleasures has come. Yeah, to you me. don't have to go to Priscilla's online. No, it's Amazon. Jeff Bezos will we'll sell you anything. Does, does Does Jeff ship it in discreet packaging? Um, I don't know. I really wasn't concerned with it. So, oh, but so it just came. Just it was just a cock and, ring and, in a and, plastic and the guy, bag. And the guy the is so he's so capitalist and just making bucks. I bet you can buy an anti Jeff Bezos book on Amazon. Oh yeah, absolutely. well that's the thing. I mean, wait, I bet I bet you could buy a Jeff Bezos is the devil book on Amazon.com. To be fair, let's look at it this way: when you have so much fucking money that the world doesn't matter to you anymore, do you really care what people are selling on your store if but, they're selling? But here's it? the thing: we we all have. If you if you hate him so much, and no, I don't hate the man, okay. I, I'm just jealous as fuck. Okay. But anybody, let's, let's say let's, you don't like him and you don't like what he does so much. You have an absolute freedom to not buy products at his store, correct? Yeah, but he makes it so easy. Well, th- then, then I, if, if you don't like him so much, then I guess you have to go out of your way to make it, to take money out of his pocket. But I mean, that's... Are you talking petty theft? Should I follow Jeff Bezos around to take well, money out of his pocket? petty theft, move to California because they actually don't, <laughs> they don't actually don't... Uh, Prosecute for any theft under. Does he live in Seattle? Bezos is. Uh, Where's Amazon headquartered? I think it's Seattle. I, I, New York is the headquarters. Uh, no, no, not New York because uh, AOC just d- dumped twenty five thousand jobs out of her district. She acts like she's a fucking hero. She is a hero, <laughs> right? Because she made people not have jobs. Good job, AOC. When, what? There's another government intervention that just made everybody better. That girl's. A- Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's hot is, though. Yeah, she's slamming oh. hot. Oh. No wonder she was a bartender at one point. She was Are making all me? kinds of money. Oh, I would I'd do fun things. I'd go to, I would go to oh, Jesus. I would go <laughs> I would go to her bar on a regular basis just so I could sit and talk to her. Yeah, she's I, yeah, she's smoking. Who wait, wait, I'll tell you what. Give me your top 3 hottest politicians of all time. Oh, this is easy as fuck. 
Jackie O, number one. She's not a politician. She's the wife of a politician. But counts. I, but I, but I that will, counts. But I will, but I will put First her, ladies count. I'll put her husband in the top three, though. Oh, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, John. JF- John, number one. JFK, smoking hot. Yeah, absolutely. The And that that whole, like, Boston Seattle accent. Seattle, by the way. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. That whole Boston accent. Mm, God. He's, uh, yeah, Michelle Obama's number two. Easily. Okay. No, not just her arms. That, that the mind body equation. It just it Michelle hits on Obama's all points. Hot. Yeah, Michelle Obama's hot. Uh, AOC, she, she's spoken. No, I don't count AOC. She's not in there. Hasn't been around long enough. You have to have tenure. George Bush's wife, not senior. George W. Nancy, Nancy Bush. Oh no, um, his twin daughters. They're not politicians. No, if we're going with family members, we're not going family want, members. We're I talking want, at least a I want, I want George scene. W's brunette daughter smoke show. Wasn't she into like cocaine or like meth well, or something? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but aren't we all though? I mean, who? Come on. Two two things you learn as an adult is everybody does cocaine and cheese is expensive. Okay, so like yeah, that's true. Like. Yes. The, the, so, oh, so what, you mean a rich girl who was 22 years old did some cocaine? Shocker. Well, like, like father, like daughter, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah. who, well, come on. Who doesn't, who doesn't like cocaine? I mean, come on. It's mm. fantastic. And this is not the first cocaine reference on Inside the Cage. The first one <laughs> talked about doing six inches worth of cocaine, which, by the way, was, was great. Andrew Spanky for this. I was, I was literally driving to Kansas City just laughing my ass off. <laughs> Why would I run 5K when I can just do six inches in my nose? Oh, so funny. So good. Jenna. Jenna Bush. That was Jenna. Yeah, Jenna. yeah. Jenna's her name. And then the other one was, uh, God, she went to, one, one went to University of Texas. What was her name? It was, it was, it was, her, it was her mom's name. What's, what's the? Barbara. Barbara. Thank you. No, Barbara's the hot one. Barbara's the, Barbara's the brunette. Jenna was the, was the blonde girl. Whatever. I still stand by Nancy. I think Nancy was the hot one. I don't know. I mean, there's sure. something about Nancy Bush. I'm just picturing her in a red dress right now. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine like 80 year old Nancy Bush and like some devil wears product type of red dress. We, we didn't get into any foreign leaders, right? I mean, you're not know, a big Margaret Thatcher fan. I mean, she's kind of saucy little. No, I don't get me wrong. I love the Thatch, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Margaret. Oh, dude, yo, rewind. Jackie O, number one. Princess Diana, number two. Oh, hands. Who? What about uh, Grace Kelly? I don't, was she associated what? with political leadership? She married the Prince of Morocco. I didn't know that. This was like a big deal. I think this was in like the 70s or 80s. This is why we're not keeping... That's why Prince Henry's wife, whatever the fuck her name is. Meghan Markle? Yeah, that's why Meghan Markle's not involved in this. Not enough tenure. Not enough tenure. We already talked about this. Oh, smoke show. But but what's Prince William like? uh, What's his wife? Um, Kate? Oh, yeah. Kate Kate Upton? No, Kate Upton. Kate Upton is (laughs) Justin Verlander's wife, who's a a Sports (laughs) Illustrated model. But Kate Middleton... Yeah, Kate Middleton. Oh, Kate Middleton. She's an absolute smoke show. By the way... When those boys were younger, everybody thought William was the better looking. No, Henry's the better looking. As they've aged, ooh, Henry won that one. He oh, got the long yeah. Like, like yeah. Prince Prince William got bald, and he's kind of got this weird <laughs> buck tooth thing going on. He, he looks like his better. father. Oh, God damn. Yeah. like Prince Charles? Yeah. That's a curse. <laughs> Jesus, who wants to look like that guy? 
I mean, that guy's got ears so big. I mean, he runs fast enough, he'll take off. <laughs> Prince Charles, that's a curse. Jesus. But oh, no, but, but, but. No, yeah, Henry's the best. Henry looks the fantastic. He looks yeah. great. And Meghan Markle, nice work, buddy. I don't care if she was divorced. I think already. it's the flip side. Good work, Meghan.